Hi, welcome to the Genesis podcast. Today we're going to be reading through Genesis 40, verses 1 through 15. My name's Jesse. And my name's Luke. Let's get going. Alrighty, so this is uh, the Joseph interprets two dreams. Well, the start of it. And uh, it goes like this. Sometime later, Pharaoh's chief cupbearer and the chief baker offended their royal master. Pharaoh became angry with these two officials, and he put them in the prison where Joseph was in the place of the captain of the guard. They remained in prison for quite some time, and the captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph, who looked after them. While they were in the prison, Pharaoh's cupbearer and baker each had one dream one night, and each dream had its own meaning. When Joseph saw them the next morning, he noticed that they both looked upset. Why do you look so worried today, he asked them. And they replied, We both had dreams last night, but no one can tell us what they mean. Interpreting dreams is God's business, Joseph replied. Go ahead and tell me your dreams. So the chief cupbearer told Joseph his dream first. In my dream, he said, I saw a grapevine in front of me. The vine had three branches that began to bud and blossom, and soon it produced clusters of ripe grapes. I was holding Pharaoh's wine cup in my hand, so I took a cluster of grapes and squeezed the juice into the cup. Then I placed the cups in Pharaoh's hands. This is what the dream means, Joseph said. The three branches represent three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift you up and restore you to the position as his chief cupbearer. And please remember me and do me a favor when things go well for you. Mention me to Pharaoh so he might let me out of this place. For I was kidnapped from my homeland in the land of the Hebrews, and now I'm here in prison, but I did nothing to deserve it. Okay, so, Luke, what is something that stood out to you in this passage? What's something you liked, maybe didn't like? <clears throat> well, um, I thought it was pretty interesting since um, now that I got to reread it again, uh, that um, I liked how Joseph took the dream that might be seemingly random or yeah. something like that, and that he, like, interpreted it so it's like... Um, like, he used it to tell the cupbearer that he's going to be chief again. Yeah, yeah. So you're kind of saying that Joseph understood what the dream meant, and he made a clear understanding of it for the person whose dream he was interpreting. Yeah. Which usually we would think is probably pretty weird, but we're this far in Joseph's story, so we know Joseph and dreams is kind of... It's a package deal. <laughs> yeah. So, um, was there anything you maybe don't like about the story? Uh, no, not really. Not this passage that we read, but yeah. if we're talking about the rest of the story, I guess I, I just don't like that the baker, that he his dream had him come to an unfortunate end. Yeah, he, the baker kind of gets shafted, but we didn't read yeah. that today, so spoilers Whoops. for next time. Whoops. Um, yeah, was um, there anything confusing or interesting, maybe, within this passage? Um, not necessarily confusing, but interesting that, well, again, again, I said this again, but I thought it was interesting that, um, that God like using Joseph could 
interpret the cupbearer's dreams and then the cupbearer in three days would become the chief cupbearer again and then he could use that to get Joseph out of the prison or jail or whatever that God used the dream to help Joseph. Yeah, definitely. And I know something that stood out to me this time we read it was just the aspect of three days. And it says, um, let me find it again. In three days, Pharaoh will lift you up and restore you to your position. And I don't know if that's something that's actually looking forward to Christ or not. But when I read three days and lift it up, I think of Jesus. Because when he, like he was in the ground for three days... And then after those three days, he was lifted up. And the word here is restored. It's a little and bit of foreshadowing. Maybe, I don't know if it's foreshadowing or if it's just a really cool coincidence, <laughs> but that's something that stood out to me. Um, so I guess my final question as we read through this scripture is, was there anything that this scripture taught you about God? And maybe who God is or what God's about, how God interacts with people um god can take pretty much anything um from a dream that may maybe god used like maybe that person just had like a random dream and then god used that dream to help joseph or god could have planned out the dream the whole time and just that god can take anything to send a message or speak to people and, I don't know, just... Yeah. Yeah. Why is it, do you think, that that specific takeaway stands out to you? Is it maybe something that you've been wrestling with for a while, and God kind of gave you that nugget of knowledge after reading this, or is it just something you've noticed before and you wanted to share? Well, it kind of makes me want to pay attention to my surroundings more, because... Mm, I have maybe like a fear right now that maybe God's already tried to say something to me, but I just didn't have anybody. I probably missed it or I simply just didn't have anybody to help work it out with. That's a good point. So kind of the idea we all need people that we can go to, like how the cupbearer and baker had Joseph. (laughs) So maybe what does that look like in your life for you, Luke? (laughs) Uh, uh, could be me talking to a friend, could be me talking yeah. to perhaps a stranger, to my parents, to to you. Yeah. I don't know. Could, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I think you? I would totally agree. I definitely think that this story emphasizes the idea of if we see something that maybe raises our eyebrows or we're like, what the heck's going on there? it might be a good opportunity to say, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. And I know that that's a pattern we go through as a faith family, the idea of what's God saying, what are we going to do about it? And we can, when we ask what's God saying, we don't just ask it to ourselves. Because we got to ask it with people, and we can discuss it together. So, yeah, I think that's an awesome takeaway, just the idea that we need others to help us. And I think that's a good thing to think of, especially right now with the state of everything going on around us, that it might be confusing and scary, but there's 
pretty much always, not pretty much, there is always light shining in that darkness. And maybe we just need other people to point it out to us. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, Luke, would you mind praying for us as we close, or would you like me to pray? Uh, feel bad if I say no, so I guess I'll, <laughs> I guess I'll be praying. You don't need to feel bad, but let's go. Take it away, buddy. All right. Um, dear Jesus, uh, <laughs> just want to thank you for this passage and for, like, what I guess it's trying to say say to the reader and what it said to the cupbearer. And <laughs> I don't know that just that we can use these now to help us today with what we might have questions with or stuff that we just want to know or just simply knowing that you can use anything to to speak to us. Amen. <laughs>